The F1 pod on Off The Ball. Surprised by the comments from the FIA that they want more teams and less races. Over the last few years, all we've done is add races. So that less race comment in particular is an interesting Listen to one. the F1 pod on Off The Ball for free, wherever you get your podcasts. Off The Ball Breakfast. Ireland's Sports Breakfast Show. Jenny Claffey is with us. Good morning to you, Jenny. TV star Jenny Claffey. <laughs> I've moved up in the world now. <laughs> um, so you're part of the TG Carr underdogs it's soccer this time yeah so uh, the the underdogs is traditionally done through the GAA so with hurling camogie or football um, and because of the Women's World Cup this year they decided to change the goalposts and uh, they're doing it with women's soccer and so how did you hear about it um, I saw it online actually like on Instagram being advertised and then it went around in my, my own football club's uh, WhatsApp group in Ternier and a few of the girls kind of said oh they might give it a go so I was like Sure, why not? Who do, I don't love it. Who, if anyone likes a challenge, it's me. You're so. not competitive at all, Jenny. Not at all. <laughs> Wait till you see. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so, we've for newcomers. Uh, you were a tennis professional, career ended by injury. Yes. Um, and how long ago did that happen? For what was the gap between finishing playing tennis and then taking up soccer? So I I played on the pro tour in 2004. 15 and a little bit of 2016 so my career ended then kind of started 2017 and uh, then I joined the Irish Rugby Sevens team in 2018 uh, that was short lived due to five bone breaks in six months um, and then I retired as a professional athlete in 2018 and took up soccer uh, in 2020 2021 and had you played soccer as a kid? No, like I've got four older brothers, so right. I just thought I kicked around the ball out in the field and just liked football. And the reason I took it up was just because after COVID, that first uh, break of COVID in, in 2020, um, I was like, I just need something more than work because all we were able to do was go to work. Like, yeah. you not do much. And I thought, well, outdoor, it's football, it's a run around. So I gave it a go. Um, and then now here I am at the underdogs. Right. <laughs> uh, and work is tennis coaching. Yes, yeah, yeah tennis coaching. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually know about the rugby sevens. I, I actually missed that part of it. Oh, yeah, Did everybody know that? Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, what bone breaks? What happened? Was it like... Oh, gosh. So I'd never played uh, rugby before. It was never conditioned to, obviously, tackling and whatnot. But uh, after my tennis career ended, I thought I wasn't ready to give up uh, the, the Olympic dream. So I heard that the Rugby Sevens had a chance of qualifying for the Tokyo. Um, so I thought, sure, why not? Like, shift into a different sport altogether. Uh, I was scouted for that. So joined them, the Irish setup. And um, the first week I broke my nose in a tackle because I didn't know how to tackle. So that was um, that was a shock to the system. Uh, and then I broke a toe, broke my two fingers and then I broke, a, had a pretty serious break in my foot that ended up requiring surgery. Yeah, That'll so, do it. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was the, the end for me um, as a professional athlete. Uh, when they were scouting you, what was it about your athletic profile? Were you fast? Was it strength? Was it... I think yeah, there was it was scouted as such. Like somebody said that they thought I they knew someone in sevens. They thought I had the perfect physique. They seen me training in the gym for a long time, um, like for a couple of months, and then um, I met the the assistant coach, and he said, yeah, you'd, you'd be the right fit. Kind of speed and power was was what it was all about. And okay. I, I'm a power athlete, so that's where I I got. And when I transferred out to football, that's exactly what I have. Never mind the scale, but I have the the speed and the power to knock people off the ball. So. Were you a power athlete as a tennis player? Yeah, I would have been. Like I'm, you know, I'm I'm tall, I'm strong. Um, power would have been how I played tennis. You know, I had big serve, big forehand, so I would like to play at a very aggressive game. Um, moved moved quite well as well for being nearly six foot. You know, um, but something I had to work on more was like that agility versus power. Okay, that's interesting. And so, as a young 
uh, player playing tennis, were you doing weights early on in your career to help the power or was that something that kind of came after? Yeah, so I had, um, since I was as young as I think, like maybe 13, 14, I remember lifting weights. Now, nothing crazy at that stage, um, but then really got into the gym and I love the gym. Like maybe other tennis players weren't spending as much time in the gym, but I would have loved that aspect of the training uh, and possibly overdid it because I ended up um, with an elbow injury and that could have been put down to wear and tear from right. too much heavy lifting as well as the, obviously the repetitive strain from tennis. But I do think there was a combination of that. So that might have actually hindered my career right okay and as a matter of interest if you could go back now to yourself as a 13 year old would you play football or like would that be something that might take you away from tennis Joe that is a really good question because um, since I've been playing football I've really thought about the being a part of a team so being in a team sport in hindsight I think I'm much better suited to being in a team than an individual as an individual athlete Um you know, you look back and you're like, I'm such an empath as a person. So like that killer instinct to want to absolutely just destroy the other person on the other half. Of course, I have the competitive instinct. Sorry, I'm sorry. Are you sure about that? Well, well, wait till you see me on the underdogs. You can, might think otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a fierce competitive side. But I just don't know that I had that, that absolute and utter okay. killer instinct. But when you're in a team, you can you get away with a little bit more, I think, anyway. You know, there's 11 players. It's not Somebody just else can you. do the killing. You can just set them up. Yeah, I can just, yeah, I can yeah, do the... Pick them up after. I'm really sorry about that. But that's you know, it. But like, it's our job. A lot of the girls would even say that, like, I'm too nice on the pitch, you know. If any of them are listening, they will agree with this. They'll say, like, you know, if, if someone's going in for a tackle, I don't just run through them all the time, which I should more. I'm always afraid of maybe hurting myself more than other people. But uh, Well, the broken bones. I've had enough injuries yeah. to, to, to warrant that. Um, but, yeah, I look back and I think, you know, being part of a team is I love it I love the fact that you vibe off other people um, and if you're not having a great day sometimes you can you know you can be still spurred on by your teammates um, and they can get you out of that rut but when you're on your own it's very different you know if you're having a bad day you can often find excuses and blame other things and you know I'm not saying that I did that but it's it's more it's easier to do that it's human so, nature yeah so I look back and I wonder would I have been better in a team whether that would have been soccer I definitely preferred the soccer to rugby anyway I didn't like the physicality of the rugby I love the speed and running but I didn't like the, the tackling they cover that loneliness in tennis in point are in Breakpoint, Breakpoint the yeah. Netflix documentary and you've already spoken to us about that um, on the football side of things right you took up the game two and a half years ago but yeah. you've won more trophies than most people have played their whole life like every time I'm on your Instagram it's a new trophy <laughs> I just joined a very good team you know <laughs> it takes a village um, yeah we've had a lot of success uh, as I said like I, I come from a sporting background it's just another ball but this time it's now at my feet, which is really, really different. Like I was explaining this some before, like tennis like or paddle or racket sports to me just seem to be seamless. Like I put it, put it back in my hand and I can play the sport. As we know, I only took paddle up last year and then I played for the Irish team this year. So very lucky in that sense. But I, I like the challenge of football. Like it's hard for me. Football is hard for me. Like I'm not good at it. Like, you know, so I like being the underdog as such on the team. Like, And it's very humbling not to be the best at something. Because, you know, I've come from other sports where you've been the number one for a long time and that sort of spurs me on to be better, you know, that I always have to try to raise the bar and be better. And we've had a lot of success in Terenure. You know, this year we won the Leinster Cup, the All-Ireland Cup and the league unbeaten. So we had a really, really good season. Um, and if we had a stadium and I think enough finances, we would then be eligible to go up to the Women's National League. But because we don't, we can't. Where in the park do you play? Uh, left wing. Left wing. Like it's it's interesting 
the point you make about the difference between being a competitive athlete and not being a killer and that wanting to cause or not wanting to cause injury to yourself or to a competitor kind of feeds into that. Mm. Whereas, by and large, tennis, you can't really inflict damage on your opponent unless, you know, you hit him in the head with the ball or something like yeah. that. So is, is there not kind of like a, a small contradiction there in terms of your own personality that, that actually you don't have to hurt this person in tennis, but you can still kill them, if that makes any sense? Does, like, is that not perfect for your for your personality that you just described? Well, I guess like you can kill them from a distance, you know, yeah. I can kill them with my shots as opposed to with my body or, yeah. you know, like that brute force that, that, that you, you encounter, let's say, in rugby or even in soccer in some tackles, like those leg breaker tackles, like, you know, whereas in tennis, they're a safe distance on the other side. So I can win and my competitive edge can still come out, but doesn't have to be that... Like I want to hurt this other person. Mm. If that, I don't, I know you're saying the contradiction, but it makes sense in my head that sure. you know I want to win, but I don't like necessarily want to win at every cost of hurting somebody. Okay. I don't know if this is how well, that comes there's across. There's also the emotional crushing. Which the emotional think, crushing of an opponent, yeah, which is what yeah. you're. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so you wouldn't want. So, say if you were hammering somebody in a game of tennis, would you begin to feel sorry for that person? No. No, so then, then maybe I'm not explaining this very well. <laughs> Do you know when people say like, oh, we're winning like 5-0 and I don't score any more goals. I'm like, what? Let's win. So it's not maybe, it's not the, it's the physical pain that I don't like. Okay, yeah, you'd, you'd break their spirit, but not their legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go there. Thanks, yeah. sir. Break Karen. spirit, not legs. Is, it should yeah, be like the tagline. <laughs> Off the ball, breakfast. Ireland's sports breakfast show. The other thing you said there, which is um, very interesting, is the being the, the best and what that, that sort of difference, because tennis is such a fascinating industry where, you know, you get to the top of your game in the country and then internationally it just goes to a whole other level, I presume. Yeah. So h- how does your love for um, being the underdog, yeah. uh, I guess, legislate for the fact that obviously you would have been an underdog because you're an Irish tennis player. Everybody who comes out of this country is an underdog yeah. in the tennis world. So, like, as in, how does it compare to the tennis? Yeah, like, I'm sure you would, like, if, if you enjoy being an underdog, you surely thrived in the idea that you were. Yeah, that I, in, in I tennis. love that in tennis. I love the fact that, like, you go out of Ireland and you're a nobody because then, you know, it's, it's only really you versus you in those situations and you have nothing to, to try to, like, you have your reputation in Ireland, like, but it's a very small pond here. Do you know, it's. Again, it's you versus you here. But when you go away, I really enjoyed the fact that nobody knows who you were. Like, I remember turning up my first tournament and I'd never played internationally in, in singles. I played like Fed Cup for, as part of a team and turning up and like no one knows who you are. And then you're really good and you do really well and nearly win the tournament. Like, I loved that being that underdog. Um, but that was more for myself. I think I enjoyed like that proving to myself. And I think that's something over time and time again that even now it's like I love the fact that I can make myself proud and prove to myself that I'm good enough no matter what it is I do and it's the effort and attitude that I apply to that that I, I really really enjoy uh, Did you know much about the underdogs? No I knew that it was on TG Carr and I thought you had to speak Irish to get on it so <laughs> I wasn't too convinced I was going to get onto it and I thought it was always GA so when I saw the soccer I was like oh that's interesting It was always GA wasn't it? Yeah but I've never never watched it before I never knew what it was about and then when a few of the girls had applied I was like I don't want to look back and see what it was because it was more than just about the football and stuff like the challenges and stuff they put you through like the army send you to the army camp and whatnot. I didn't want to know what we were facing 
So what's the premise of this year's one? So it all culminates in a game against Galway United, right? Yeah, so on the 2nd of December we're playing against Galway United and the trials were uh, held in June and then they narrowed down the panel to around 35 girls and then each month we've had a, a training camp where they we've done obviously a combination of football and then some kind of other challenges and whatnot and then people get eliminated until they then narrow down to the final squad which is now at about 23 people Um, and they're going to name I think the starting 11 pretty soon and then you'll know whether you're in the match day 2nd of December yeah Yeah. but we'll find out before that I think um, if you're in the starting 11 and what's the standard like? Um, do you know well there's 9 players off my club um, on the underdogs and I'd say a good few of us would have a chance at maybe getting into that starting level or on the periphery anyway so I mean I'm playing at that kind of level uh, week in week out and then there's some amazing players like who aren't even playing football in, at the moment who maybe played as kids and come back and definitely could have got onto the Irish team or played Ar- Ireland um, underage um, so seeing those girls in action I'm like geez, this is, this is another level so it is each week like forcing me to uh, try to improve and I'm getting out and practicing at uh, the wall like practicing my skills, right foot, left foot, all that kind of stuff, you know, you'd imagine a kid doing now just to make sure that I can try to solidify my place in the team. It's been, it's got its reputation for being a great opportunity for Gaelic footballers, the, the likes of Pierce O'Leary and Kieran Donaghy, most famously, yeah. getting their break, I guess. I, I guess that opportunity is even greater for football, right? Because obviously it's a, an international game and for women's football, because it's more of a growing game than, than, than the men's sport, you could say at this point as well. So, are you playing alongside people or trialling alongside people who you think to yourself, this is really going to be a, a rocket on the back of their career? Yeah, like looking at some of the, the other girls in the squad, I'm thinking like, is their motivation to get, you know, seen or spotted by mm. a women's national league team? For me, that's not the sure. the, the goal or the motivation. Um, that would just be my ego that would enjoy that. But uh, no, it's not <laughs> the motivation for me. But there definitely are players there who are worthy of playing women's national league. Absolutely, probably majority of the starting 11 will be like so I think we will put it up to Galway on the 2nd of December like we my club has said Turnier have played against Cork City we've played against Dealer Waves who are women's national league teams and we've had some great games so I'll be delighted to uh, to get the chance to to play against another women's national league team but yeah there are some girls there who are who I'd be like mm, yeah could be would be should be <laughs> so we'll see it'll be exciting to see for them if they get an opportunity next season Are you left footed left winger? Left foot left winger yeah yeah, and absolutely no right foot. <laughs> I try, but uh, the ball comes to my right foot, and I was like, "Oh sh! Crap! How can I kick this on my left?" So uh, yeah, that's not great for cutting in. And I cut in, and then I'm like, "No, go back out." But, and uh, so, apart from your ego, if someone did get in touch with you from a WSL team, you'd be like, "No, I'm sticking with Ternyor because I'm enjoying it so much." Or are you like, "Oh, well, just have to have a conversation about that." I'm loyal like that, you know. No, actually, it's just more so with uh, the our three-month-old baby at home, um, still playing paddle uh, for Ireland at the moment. Uh, I've just got too many commitments to to take it to the next level. Maybe five years ago, could have been on that Irish team, you know, if I had taken up soccer a bit earlier. But you know, all those coulda, woulda, shoulda. And the other commitment, which I wasn't aware of, is that you committed to play a set of tennis against Colum. Yeah, I'm, I haven't Fra- heard much from him. He's gone. He's gone very quiet on that What's one now. Here, tennis paddle. I'm waiting. For right, what? I right every Saturday afternoon waiting No to go. chance I said to Jojo on the way in I was like ah he's definitely going to seek for practice and that's why he hasn't been in touch about no, it No I'm ready to go Didn't we say um, mid-October and look at us now Here we go Paddleless You've had an extra two weeks of training then Oh it's paddled rather than tennis It's paddled right What's your chance in your arm at? Which one? Paddled smaller 
Ah, no, you can't more, say It's more skillful. But is it? No, probably not. Are you left-handed? <laughs> Are you left-handed paddle? I'm right-handed. Right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll play left-handed, though, if it gives him a bit of a Paddle edge. is doubles, right? Yeah. Okay. So you and me against... I thought it was going to be me against this you. This is completely disintegrated. I've been told here in the comments challenge. it was tennis that we agreed to and, and that it was going to be sponsored. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, we can start with tennis. And then if that doesn't go well, we could try paddle. All right. What about football? Would you beat me there? Yeah, happily, yeah. Football would be great. <laughs> Soccer now. Do, do all three. Yeah. Oh, God. Soccer, yeah. It's a bit cold for tennis, though, isn't it? Ah, oh, oh, it's indoor handies. You can do it indoors. Four, five right months now. Yeah. Those indoor courts. Yeah. By, uh, the courts. You're great competitor, Colm. Where are they? They're cold. Uh, beside DCU. Mm. Oh, yeah, the National Tennis Centre. Yeah. Albert yeah. College yeah. Park. Those are class, those courts inside. They are It's right on Colm's doorstep. The one he has address, right? He moved. He moved. Well, let's book one then. He moved beside it so he could get so secret get practice. practice. In. Yeah. I know he's been secret training the last four months. That's why he, he hasn't gone to me. Like, this is the thing. Um, when last, I think the last time we had a conversation about the paddle, there was a hope that it was going to get into LA as an Olympic sport. Yeah, nothing has been set, has been set in stone with that. Um, I know that we have the European Championships at the end of this month, and then another like more even higher quality European team championship I think in January and they're hoping to get kind of uh, or showcase it in Paris this year next year um, so even just getting to be a part of that would be incredible to oh, be so a that's a possibility it. right yeah yeah. so to, to kind of play some um, matches in Paris as if you were in the Olympics um, so you yeah, said the it's the racket and the ball sports are the things so did you ever think about camogie or hockey or any of that kind of stuff yeah I played a little bit of hockey when I was in school um, but I was too focused on tennis at the time to really dedicate any real time to it uh, again I did love that and, and part of the reason I did play it was just to be a part of a team because I was only a teenager you know so it was good to have the mix of both yeah. team and individual sport but tennis had my attention at that time so and golf uh, played a bit of golf as well just my family are big golfers um, like my, one of my brothers is a plus golfer um, and my other brother is a special Olympic gold medalist in golf um, but I don't have the patience for golf I need things to be fast mm. quick you know that is not golf no and that is not golf and what? for those part of the Jenny Claffey fan club why should I watch the second episode tonight the episode tonight oh you're going to see us being put up to our uh, a fitness challenge um, including a bleep test so if you want to watch us suffer or me win you know. <laughs> 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 All right, good stuff, Jenny. Thanks for that. Best of luck with it. Off the ball, breakfast. Ireland's Sports Breakfast Show.